Beautiful. All right. So welcome, Evan. Thank you for coming back. Hi. We're so excited. I'm so good. How are you? I'm doing so good. Thank you for having me back. I'm oh very God. excited. You're it's back. been like literally a year. A year. February. I just looked it up before this. It was like February 21st, maybe 2021. So it was really like right after my birthday. Okay. Like like the same week of my birthday last year. I like I don't know why I remember that. Maybe because of my birthday, but I remember it being that same week. So that was like a year ago. That's yeah. crazy. Literally a year ago. We're back and we're better and we have a lot of life updates, which is why we're here. You are back by popular demand. I've had so many compliments. Oh my god. Um, See that blows my mind that it's popular <laughs> demand. Like ah, who is listening right now? <laughs> Everyone. Everyone's listening. No pressure. Um <laughs> So basically, I, we kind of like came to this agreement of the topic of like, we kind of formed a few ideas together of just like, not the norm, basically just living outside of societal norms, um, doing things kind of against the grain, whether it's against other people's judgment or your own kind of reservations. Um, and then that. just like taking risks and just doing the damn thing. And it doesn't have to make sense to anyone else, right? You don't have to have it figured out. You really don't. I don't think we you ever really will. <laughs> no, literally. So last time we spoke, basically, you were like talking about moving and thinking about it. And we kind of had that discussion, I think, on the episode. So go back and listen, episode 13, um, Limitless Living. <laughs> <laughs> shameless plug. Um, literally shameless promo. <laughs> so and that's why we're back here, because I want to hear all about like your new life and your updates. And like you took yes. the leap. You took the leap. So what is yes, that looking like? I did. I did. So... I moved to Arizona, for anyone who may not know, um, from North Carolina. So, first of all, just imagine that road trip. Just please imagine. That shit was intense. It was so long. Did you break Um, it up between days? Yeah. So, you know Bailey, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, we're best friends, whatever. So, she drove out there with me. I think it took us four days in total. Three nights, four days. Yeah. But anyways, um, yeah, I was talking about it. I always wanted to do it. Like, there's just been something, like, brewing. I don't know. Like, I've been, ever since I, like, moved back to my parents' house in 2019, and I, like, really got the time to, like, sit down and, like, figure out life and, like, what I want to do next and all that kind of shit. I mean, it was different when I first moved home to when I moved out. Like, the vision changed, obviously, but I just knew I didn't want to be in North Carolina anymore. Like, because I, I was born and raised there. I did all my schooling there. I was just like, I'm so ready for something new. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what. I didn't know where. I didn't know, like, like everyone th- dreams of, like, you know, going to California or moving out west. So, obviously, that was part of it. But, like, right. I didn't have it all figured out. I didn't know, like, what I was about to do. I just knew I was going to make something happen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and that led to a lot of self-discovery, obviously. Inevitably. <laughs> Yeah, like, a lot of, like, just existential questions and just, like, sitting in my fucking bed being, like, what am I doing? Because, like, when I moved home, I, like, my plan was that I was going to go back to school eventually. So I was, like, I'm going to move home, save a little bit of money, and then go to grad school. Well, obviously that didn't happen. Um, The pandemic had a lot to do with that. And that's another thing. The pandemic changed my thought process and, like, my vision a lot because I was just, like, I don't want to like wait around anymore or like wait for like something to like fall in place. Like I'm just going to make it happen. You know what I mean? Because I think that's something that a lot of people probably learned is that when we were set inside and we were quarantined for however many months, whatever, it's like, you don't want to just like 
waste opportunities anymore. You want to just take them, you know what I mean? For sure. And that really, that was never really instilled in me, like growing up. And that was never really a like thought process that I really had was like making change and like trying to take hold of my life and like grab opportunities by the balls. Like it never was like that <laughs> <laughs> until like literally until the pandemic. I know that sounds crazy, but like it just changed my thought process on so many things. And I was just like, nothing really matters anymore. Let's just fucking go for it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it was like a humbling experience. Very eye opening. You had to sit with yourself. We had to sit in a lot of just like silence and not really doing much. And then also right. what am I going to do after the fact, you know? So you kind right. of, because we never really to. knew when it was going to end. We never really knew what was net. It's still not really over. Like, you know right. what I mean? Like it's still like going on, but yeah, I just like wanted to like do something different. And I was like, you know what? I'll figure it out. Like, I don't know where, I don't know what, but here we are. I mean, I figured so, it out. So. Yes, you did. And you are figuring it out. So when did you pull the trigger to move there? Like, give me the timeline. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Let me think back. So here's another thing too. I feel like moving was also very situational for me, if that made sense. Like I didn't want to just move out of my parents' house and go somewhere else in Charlotte. I was like, I want to go somewhere farther. So that came into it. And I think I probably had that realization. It was just like, I don't want to move somewhere in the state. I don't even want to move to like the next state over. I wanted to move across the country. It was probably like, probably like February, March, like literally probably around the time that we had our podcast. Was like, I was like, I'm going to like make a huge leap. Like, yeah, I can move to like Atlanta or like Charleston or like something really close and easy and then be like comfortable and whatever, but fuck being comfortable, yeah. honestly. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yes. I was like, I know I need, I needed some growth. Like I knew I could feel it. I was like, I just need like something new. But mm -hmm. uh, that was like February, March. And then I think around April, because one of my friends actually lives out here. So one of my friends from Charlotte moved out to Scottsdale in 2019. So I do know somebody who lives here. So that who made it a lot easier. Do I know well. them? No, she went to Western. So okay. I knew her through like a job. Her name's Allie, but that doesn't help. I mean, it's a basic name. So, <laughs> anyway, she was out here, and I was like, okay, well, I have a friend out here. Like, I'm gonna go visit. Like, I'm gonna go visit Phoenix and Scottsdale and like see what it's about, whatever, whatever. So, in April, I just like randomly bought a flight, and I was like, fuck it. I like got my tax return back, and I was like, I'll just go. Let me just see if, like, if I'm gonna move somewhere, I need to at least know what it's like. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like in California specifically, I've only really been to Northern other than like now I've been to Southern California, but at the time I knew I didn't really want to live in Northern California. So I was like, I just don't want to move somewhere and have no clue like what it's like. So I'm like, sure. and I don't, and I don't really want to move somewhere that I don't know a single person. So I was like, this is a good like opportunity. Let me see what it's like basically. So I bought those tickets, I think in like mid April, end of April. And then that was for July. So I came out here the first week of July. Hot as fuck. Everyone's the first thing everyone fucking tells me is like, oh, why Arizona? Why this? Isn't it so hot there? Okay. Like, bro, Silly question. <laughs> Silly question. Is it true or myth or fact that you can fry an egg on the sidewalk in the middle of summer? Um, I would say it's true. I don't know myself. I haven't I moved here in October, so I haven't been here for the summer really yet. Like I I visited in the summer last year, but like living here will be very different so wait for that update <laughs> yeah to be to be determined because <laughs> everyone tells me that like the weather right now is beautiful it's like mm -hmm. 70 80 degrees every day which may sound hot but like with the drier air it's right. actually pretty cool so it's like the weather has been perfect since i've been here so i'm like really anticipating the summer heat <laughs> anyways i came out here in the summer last year 
I visited my friend Allie for a week. I got Airbnb, blah, blah. We did all the shit. We went all over Scottsdale. We went to the restaurants, bars. Like, we did some um, salt river tubing, which is, like, this, like, river that goes through Phoenix. And you can, like, do tubing. There's, like, wild horses that walk throughout. The- it's so pretty. People do, that's like. beautiful. Like, people do, like, cliff jumping. It's, like, well, that's kind of dangerous. But, like, it's, like, people are just, like, living their life. It's, like, it was so much fun. And, like, the nature is, like, my favorite thing here is, like, the views are just everywhere. And then we did all the stuff. We did everything. I explored all around the area. And I was like, okay, I really like it here. And, like, I really do think that this could be, like, a good opportunity, whatever, whatever. So I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to, like, find a roommate and, like, figure it out. Because I knew I couldn't live for my own. That's one thing. Like, it is expensive here. I mean, it's also now expensive everywhere. So I really don't know if that still even applies anymore. But, like, it's it would have been – I would have been, like, struggling if I would have been paying rent just me. So I was like, I need to find a roommate for sure. Because when I came out here, too, here's the thing. My friend Allie works in property management. So she, like, is a leasing agent. She, like, knows the, like, rental market, like, really well. Mm-hmm. So she was able to, like, really help me find places and, like, find good rates, like, know what questions to ask and all that kind of good stuff. So it was, like, I had, like, an in on that while That's I was helpful. here. So I, like, it really was. Like, that was something that I never would have gotten if I would have moved to a city where I didn't know anybody. So that was really, really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and so while I was here, we, like, kind of toured a little bit. Not, like, went on official tours, but, like, I went around and looked at apartments. It was, like, okay, now I know, like, that, that, that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, like, um, see it in person. That makes a difference versus just, like, Googling shit. Right, right, right. And it was good to see a lot of things in person because then I went home and I was able to Google everything. And I was, like, okay, but I know what that, like, looks like with my own eyes. You know right, what I mean? Right, Um And, yeah, so I was out here for a week, and then I went back home, and I, like, took a week to myself, and I was, like, this is really what we're going to do. And I was like, yeah, we're going to do this. So then I joined Facebook, which was like, for anyone who may be looking for roommates, I don't care what anyone tells you, Facebook sucks. It's full of fucking scams. It's full of people just trying to like get you to sign a lease somewhere or like get you to move in with them. And then they don't. It's just full Mm. full of scams. In In my experience, it was just full of people who like either, you know, needed to have four roommates to survive or were scammed. So right. basically it was a dub. And then I joined this uh, website called roomies.com as like, like bland as that sounds. That's what it was. <laughs> and it's like a roommate, like matching. Like I wouldn't say it's like a Tinder for roommates, but it's kind of like that. Like you have to like put in your preferences and like who you are. You have to get your background verified. So it's like pretty legit. And then I, kinda, I like that though. People. Yeah. Like you can look at people's Instagrams and like their socials and like, I think to have background, you had to have like a criminal check. It was free, but that's like it's like legit. So I was like, okay, like and and one thing that I really liked about it is that I had like a section for like LGBTQ, like out and proud or like closeted or like anything like that. And I didn't find anything else online that like was that inclusive of that's stuff. Super so I was inclusive. like, yeah. So I was like, this seems like really legit. And something that I thought was really cool is that like they had like a lease outline on that website that for like people who like maybe needed a guideline or something. I don't know why you would need that, but like, I thought that was pretty cool. I was like, y'all are supplying everything. Like this is like a full service thing. So anyways, I went through, I did that. I found a bunch of people and like, truthfully, I was really only looking for like gay guys, girls. Like I was very specific on my search because I have lived with people before I know what, like I know who I like am meant to live with kind of thing. I didn't want to live with like, people that I just was like then I'll just live with I wanted to have like a built-in friend with it as well like it's a whole experience 
Yeah, and I was like, if I'm going to move so far, like, yeah, I have my one friend here, but, like, that's one person. I can't rely on her for everything. So, it's like, I would like to have, like, a built-in, like, friend as well. Like, no, we don't have to be the best of fucking friends, even though we are. But, <laughs> like, I was like, I just need to get along with, pay the bill, isn't super dirty. Like, just pretty much the basics. For sure. Um, so, I found a bunch of girls. I talked to a bunch of people like throughout July and August I talked to like so many people it was like almost exhausting how many people I had to like talk to and like just like get to know and all because a lot of them just didn't work out you know what I mean like you get to know them what you know you ask us the few questions on like are they looking for a roommate why are they here what is the budget you know those kind of things and then some people there's just no chemistry there's no connection like you can tell we're not gonna really be friends like I can read through the messages kind of so I'm glad that I was able to like kind of weed out some people it's like a dating app but for roommates essentially like it's that's important no, like, literally <laughs> yeah and I was like if I'm gonna live with this person for a year like I'm not gonna like be on edge all the time or like tiptoeing around my apartment like, yeah, I'm not doing that. that shit no because like when I lived with people in college like my roommates were like my best friends at the time so I already knew what they were like I already sure. knew how we were gonna live together but like this was a whole different situation I don't even I didn't know this girl before I lived with her so I ended up living with my roommate her name is Jess she's from Kansas City so not even from Charlotte not from here like we both were just like in the same mindset of like because she is from Missouri but she has also lived there her whole life before moving here so we were in that same situation of like We've been here for a while. We've outgrown our situations. We just want something new. And she had been out here actually a few more times than I had. Like she's been to Arizona and to the South still a few more times than I have. So she knew a little bit more about the area and stuff, which was good. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, we just did a bunch of FaceTime dates and like we FaceTimed a lot. We talked about a lot of things. We texted all the time. And then we applied for an apartment We got approved. And then like a month later, that, that was like in September. And then like a month later in October, I drove out here. Wow. So, yes, 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 it's yes. It's so then, exciting. I remember and seeing like, it. And I was just like, oh, like, I just felt like, uh, I don't know. I was just so happy for you because I knew it takes a lot. It does take a lot to like pack up your life and move. And right. it takes a lot of soul searching and like personal just development and all yeah, of that. No, and it's sure. a difficult I mean, move. Yeah, especially when like it's so far like it'd be different like I said if I would have moved like one or two states that would have been like a one-day thing but like Bailey and I drove I think we drove from Charlotte to like Memphis which was like 10 hours that was one day and then Memphis to like somewhere in Texas and then Texas to New Mexico and New Mexico to Arizona like it was like a three four day thing and like it was just I think it was like 35 40 hours of driving like it was just so and so let me paint the picture I drove a U-Haul with my car towed on the back for <laughs> the whole way. Can you imagine? Um, no. <laughs> no, was it like one of the big U-Hauls or just like the smallest kind of like box U-Haul? It was not like, because there's small ones like a van, but it wasn't yes. like a van. It was it was like a U-Haul shot size, but it was like the smallest U-Haul you could get. Yeah, it was I just me. Picture. It was for just right. my stuff, you know? And also, truthfully, I mean, there's a lot that goes into this because I basically had to move twice. So before I moved out here in October, my parents sold the house in Charlotte in August. So I'm okay. So, my God, there's so much. So basically, like, whenever I came home, I would like pretty much tell my mom, like, this is what I'm doing, whatever, whatever. And she's like, okay, because they like had been wanting to sell the house and wanting to move for like I guess a while but like they didn't because of the pandemic whatever whatever so then in 2021 
they were like wanting to, but they, I was still living there. They were like, didn't want to like kick me out, but like wait for me to figure my shit out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So then when I came back and told them this is my plan, they're like, perfect. Let's list it on the market. Oh, I was my, like, oh gosh. my God. So the house sold in August and I didn't move out here until the middle of October. So for a month and a half, uh, my dad has a beach house in Myrtle, which Myrtle sucks, but I just moved there for a month, uh, a month and a half. So essentially I had to move out of my parents' house in August. All my shit went into a storage unit in Harrisburg. Mm-hmm. And then I moved, drove down to Myrtle Beach, was there for like a month and a half with just odds and ends, like living out of a suitcase, like just had random stuff. All my okay. shit was still in Harrisburg. Drove back to Charlotte, packed all my shit up from the storage unit into the U-Haul and then drove out here. So like, it was like, that's what I'm saying. Like there was a lot involved, like from August until like October. That's a lot. Like, that was chaos. That would stress me out kind of being in limbo, but also you're at the it, beach. So was it like a little chill? Did it take an edge off? It definitely did because I was like, okay, like I moved out of Charlotte and now I'm going to be at the beach for a little bit mm-hmm. and then I'll like enjoy this time. But it, it did like send me into a little bit of a spiral. So I first moved down here, me and my roommate that I live with, we were like, okay, like, we knew we were going to live together, but we hadn't like signed a lease yet. We hadn't done any of that. So it was very much a limbo stage. Like I was like, Mm. yes, I have a potential roommate, but I don't have anything signed yet. There's nothing like official. So it's like, I was moving out and then moving into this temporary place where I didn't even know how long. Like when I moved in in the end of October, I didn't know I was leaving mid-October. Like I could have moved a week after that. Like I could have moved three months after that. Like I didn't know what the time frame was when I got down there. But then like two weeks later, we signed our lease and I was like, okay, I only have a month left here. But like, it was kind of insane because I was like, oh my God, I'm like moving out. I don't have my plan set up. Like I've been figuring it out, but it's not fully figured out. So what am I going to do? Like, you know, right. what I mean? there was so much that went into, there's so many emotions that go behind this shit. You know what I'm I mean? Sure. Moving is not easy. I don't care who you are, how old you are, where you're going. Like it's an act of you leaving something behind and going to discover something new. So there's a, I mean, that's a lot, like whether you're excited about it, like whatever, like it still takes a lot out of you. You know what I mean? Especially oh, to be in so limbo. Oh. oh my goodness. Yeah. That limbo took a lot out of me. And then once I like signed my lease, I was like, all right, perfect. Yeah. And I even went home to Charlotte for a weekend, like just to see everybody and say like my goodbyes, whatever, whatever. Right. But, and then moving out here, like it really took a lot. I remember the first week after being out here, I was just like, but like I am tired as shit like you know what I mean I was yeah. like I don't want to do anything and I was like having to furnish the place and everything like get everything boom 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 you know what I mean so what's the like, time difference two hours okay. it depends this is another weird thing that I did not know about Arizona but Arizona doesn't observe daylight savings time okay I did know that okay I didn't know that before I moved here <laughs> so right now it's two hours from since november until now all, all that time has been two hours but once the, the times change like hey it's this weekend right yeah it is I think. it'll be three hours so i like it's mountain standard time zone which is two hours in the winter time but then we like mirror pacific in the spring and summer so like it's still mountain standard time zone but it's three hours difference than Got eastern it. so it's like i'm in my own time zone but like Sometimes I'm on California time. Sometimes I'm not. Kind of weird. That's very interesting. Like six months out of the year I am. It's six months out of the year I'm not. So it's like sometimes I'm two hours behind from Charlotte. And sometimes I'm three. It's like, don't really know how I feel about that. Yeah, that is a very interesting concept um, to get used to. But so how are you adjusting out there in general? Like, are you making 
friends? Like, what does work look like? Are you working from home? Like, what has that adjustment been socially? Uh, okay, so work, the work has probably been the one thing that has just remained consistent. Um, Are you doing the same I, thing? Yes, I still have the same job. Like, I, I got a new job in June, but, like, I've had that job for nine, ten months now. So I moved out here with, like, the same job I had when I left. Um, and my job is very relaxed on, like, flex hours. So, like, I can work from any time zone, anywhere. Like, there was never an issue on, like, oh, well, when you, what are your hours going to be? Because now you're moving to, like, I can just work when I work kind of situation. So I do generally, I, I try to log on, like, a little bit earlier because most of my team is in Central. So they're in New Orleans, which is where my company's based out of. Um, so they're only one hour behind me right now but then in the spring and summer it'll be two so I try to look it up a little bit earlier so that I'm like seeing stuff but I normally don't like I'll try and get up at like seven thirty eight to work but then I don't work till like nine and then I'll log off from like four or five whatever work has been good um socially of course it's been hard I mean let's so let's just cut to the chase it's been difficult um my roommate had some friends out here that I've met and they're really cool. And we've hung out with them a few times. So that's been good. And then I've been using Bumble BFF to like <laughs> find friends. And I've gone on a few like friend dates and like met other people. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's the same thing as you said earlier. It's like dating, but for friends. Like you have to like kind of like do the whole shit. You know what I mean? There's still chemistry that's involved just because there's nothing romantic about it. Like you still need to enjoy the other person and that's yeah. not always easy. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. So I've made one friend being out here. His name is Ross. He's pretty cool. Um, and then I have my roommate's friends and their names are like Taylor, Brian. And then there's a few other people. I mainly have also been trying to make more friends in my community. Like I didn't really have a whole lot of like gay friends back home I guess that's just because of like growing up and like I wasn't super out like most of my friends lead back to high school you know what I mean for sure. such long friendships and like obviously I wasn't the same person back then so you know I feel like I'm trying to like develop a new group here and like not in a way that like I'm cherry picking people but like in a way that like I'm being like like protecting my energy almost yeah. you know what I mean you're trying to like, like, I def- cultivate ahead, something different yeah, and, like, I do want a good friend group. Like, I miss all my people back home, but um, it's, like, exciting. It's, like, exciting to, like, have an opportunity to, like, meet new people and, like, meet people with different perspectives and things like that and hear other people's stories, like, where they come from and all that kind of stuff. So it's definitely still a journey. I'm definitely still on, like, that path of, like, trying to, like, make more friends, like, be more social, but it's actually not been as hard as I thought it was going to be. So that's good. I mean, it is difficult in the way that, like, like you said, you got to make sure you, like, enjoy your time with that person and like there's like a process to go through but I guess I don't know maybe I just am more social than I thought I was you know what I mean oh I think you're super social I mean the first time we met we were like (laughs) (laughs) like, so that's what I'm saying yeah well also also too um you've only been there what five months yeah four months like four months like that's so new I know I know I know and that's what I was telling my mom about this and she was asking me the same thing, like, have you met anybody, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, yeah, a few people here and there. And she was like, yeah, but you know, it's only been like four months. I'm like, God, it's only been, but it feels like to me, it's been four, it's already been four months. Like, right. it's like been so long, like by like 
in like two weeks, it'll be five months. And then by April, May, six months. So I'm like, I've already been here for half a year. It's like yeah. crazy how that goes. You know it does I mean? fly. It does fly. Okay. So socially, since we're on that topic, let me ask you this. Are you in the dating scene in Arizona? I know you're on Bumble BFF. What about the other side of Bumble? Yes, I definitely am on the apps. I haven't like met anybody that I like want to like, you know, pursue or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But you know, some things have happened. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we, don't know, we don't know that all in the profits, but you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, no, I get it. But nothing dating wise. Everybody asks me that. My friends ask me that all the time. I'm like, are you seeing anybody? Well, I'm like, no, you guys know I'm celibate. Come on. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but you I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, literally. No, I'm trying, though. I'm on Bumble BFF and Bumble, and then I'm on Hinge and Tinder, and then. Nice. Grinder, i love that yeah you got, you got it all on lockdown and that's the thing too it's like it's only been four months and there's only so much time like you're trying to find friends and date and like still acclimate yourself to the city so it's just like giving yourself grace right and like truthfully if i'm being 100 honest i'm like more interested in finding friends than a boyfriend yeah honestly like i, I would much you. rather find like my people that i can hang out with and do things with not that i couldn't do that with a guy but just like i don't know dude i'm just kind of, kind of person where like I don't really care, like, honestly. Like, I just, like, I don't know. I enjoy my life how it is. Like, yeah. if someone wants to come in and add to that, that's great. For sure. And I'm, like, not – I'm not, like, in a position where I'm, like, no. Like, I'm open to it, but I just would rather, like, find, like, friends. Truthfully, that's, like, what I'm more interested in right now. I get that. It's definitely more of, like, finding – especially in a new city, because I feel that way here as well. Just, like, having and finding your community and your people and your – friends versus like finding a person you know what I mean but it's really great too because like I have my people like I have my three best friends like they will always be my besties no matter where we are in the world where we are in life so it's like at this point the people the friends that I'm trying to make like yes I'm trying to make friends and I want to be there and like support each other blah blah blah. but like at the same time like I have my bitches you know what I mean? Like, I, I have my, I have my people. So it's like, it's not that like, I'm like, oh my God, I need friends. But like, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Like, I have my people regardless, but it's just like, almost like a benefit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. have more people in your life. I'm I just, so, I guess you said like, I'm a very social person. So like, I really enjoy like, the company. I, I really do. No, for sure. Cause like, I- I mean, we all have like our core best friends, right? And so like, right. I can imagine I we're not gonna, I mean, maybe one or two may come along later in life, but it's right. more of just like finding your people there that you can go have a drink with exactly. or get sushi exactly. with, or you know what I mean? Like do activities with. So it's more of like, I don't want to say acquaintances. That sounds harsh, but just, I know that's what I was going to say. I was like, that sounds harsh to say like, oh, I don't need best friends, but like, you right. know what I mean? It's like, I get like, I feel you like maybe a few more will come along in life and totally open to that. But like, mm-hmm. I, I got my besties. So I'm yeah. like, it's just like people to spend time with and hang out with. And like my roommate specifically, like she's honestly becoming one of my best friends. Truthfully, mm-hmm. like we are really close already. We do so many things together. We cook together, we go out together, we go shopping together. I mean, she always pays the bills and she's never dirty. So it's like, oh my that's, all, that's all I needed. I know, I know. I'm like, That's a godsend. I, I know. Like my mom, and I think her mom asked her this too, but like, how is it like living with each other? Because, you know, we didn't know each other. It's yeah. just like, our moms are like trying to make sure. And I'm like, no, it's actually like really good. Like we like get along really well. So it's like, mm-hmm. that's good. Like, thank God that worked out. You know what no, I mean? I guess, literally. I guess I know how to pick people. 
you know? Well, I guess all the hours of going through all that bullshit of like sifting through scams and then like all those people, I guess that worked out. I guess I should rephrase that. The scams were more so like apartments, like people Mm. like selling illegitimate apartments online. Like not like people being like, oh, I can be a roommate and then ditching. It's more like people being like, (laughs) oh, this apartment is like 450 a month clearly that's a scam and then people have people in the comments falling for like oh my god text me text. like girl come on now <laughs> girl 450 literally where <laughs> where 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 and um sign me up please <laughs> no because you know where it's gonna be <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny okay so i do have like a question for you i have like a few questions that i want to ask but going back to like the move if you could pinpoint maybe one or two things up top, like of what was holding you back the most from making that jump or that leap, what would you identify that to be? Mm, That's a really good question. Um, Well, I'm going to start off with really superficial money. First, always. I mean, mean, honestly, like I needed to save, like Mm -hmm. I was living at home and I wasn't paying like a full set of bills. So I saved a lot and that really stopped me at first because I did, when I moved home, I had nobody saved. And I knew if I was going to make this kind of journey, I needed like a few thousand at least, you know minimum. what I mean? Yeah, minimum. It cost, it cost me five grand just to get out here with all the stuff, with the first month's rent, with the moving fees, with the U-Haul, with the gas, with the storage unit, with food, like everything all together. And like, of course, I had to get like some memorabilia along the way with the yeah. hotels. Like everything cost about like four or five grand. So I was like, I knew I needed that money that's one second one is family because I lived with my mom and I knew that when I moved home and especially during the pandemic when we were in quarantine I was like this is gonna be my last opportunity to like live with my mom and like be this close with her because I'm never gonna move back home after this like I mean god but like you know what I mean like I was like this was my last opportunity so I was like I really wanted to cherish that time like once I got past the whole like fuck this I hate this because like when you first moved home I mean I know you moved home I don't remember for how long but like I went through a period where I was just like, this sucks, I hate this, blah, blah, blah. And then I got to a point where I was like, let me enjoy this. Mm-hmm. I definitely halted things a little bit. Um, I guess I, another thing. Oh, I think, no, say I think we both lived at home during like the beginning of the pandemic, like in 2020. Yeah, I, yeah, I lived at home from August 2019 until August 2021. So for okay. two full years. Got yeah. it, got it, got it. So during the pan- the whole part of the pandemic, all of 2020, um, I guess another thing that maybe halted me was just like, I don't know, like doing it, like truthfully, because like now that I look back on it, like for anyone who wants to move, like I know you mentioned this, so this is towards you as well, but like anyone who wants to do something like this, like you, you will never have it figured out. I promise you, you will yeah. never. And I'm a planner to a T. Like, I like to have everything planned out, sorted, done, paid, everything before anything happens. And, like, there's just so many things that come up that you'll never be able to expect. And, like, it'll be different for everybody's situation. But I, like, looked at those things as, like, worrisome before. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, like, I tried to make extra time to, like, plan for it. Because I was like, I'm living at home. My parents were letting me figure this stuff out before, like, they sell the house. Like, let me take my time to figure it out is kind Mm -hmm. of what my initial thought process was. Obviously, that's not how it ended up being but like I was like so worried about like things going wrong and things like not shaping out to what they were going to be and it's like that mentality 
is going to hold you back. You know what I mean? Like thinking like, oh, well, like maybe this is the time or like, oh, well, like I need to have this, this, and this figured out before I do that. Like you just got to do it. Like honestly, you just got to fucking do it. I was only at my job when I moved here for like four months. So I guess it has been almost five months, but like that I've been here, but I was at my job for only like four months. I was still kind of new. I also was like moving and it was just like a big thing. Like I took off a whole week of work. I don't know. I just feel like there's never going to be a situation where it's all figured out. And I thought that's what it was going to be. Like I thought like I was going to have everything figured out before I even like, before I even started, before I even found a roommate, I was like, I'm going to have everything. Like I just, it just doesn't work out that way. And truthfully, I think why it doesn't work out that way is because you don't know what you don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ultimately, ultimately, it's like yeah. you can't figure because it out like, until you do it. <laughs> right. Because like when I first started play, looking for roommates, I actually found a roommate before the roommate I lived with. And I, I was almost going to live with the other girl and then it fell through. So it's like there was a lot of like, like I would never have been able to anticipate that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I never would never would have been able to like plan for that. Mm-hmm. I never would have been able to plan for my mom to like sell the house like as soon as they did it quick. They did it like literally within like a month. And like, yeah. so it's like, I wouldn't, it's just nothing is ever going to go according to plan. So fuck the plan basically. <laughs> and just like live life. Cause I wish oh, I would have told plan. myself that like over like in like April, May, June, when I was like, before I even got out here and like really knew what it was like, I was like trying to plan things. I'm like, girl, you, you can't. That's just not how things work. Like, Literally. you know what I mean? Literally. So I think that I think that debilitated me a little bit. It was just like trying to plan it all too much mm-hmm. and like not just letting the universe like tell me what to do, kind of thing. And that sounds so cliche, but like, I believe it, it. I definitely believe it because I'm not a super big planner, but I think as human nature, we just like to have things quote unquote planned out, right? Like we feel a little safer when we know we have a safety net or when things are a little more structured or it's like we can kind of foresee some of the future. It's scary to to go in things, especially with moving with a roommate and all of that. There's a lot of moving parts. Like you said, you can't anticipate. And so sometimes you got to just do it and then figure it out once you're doing it. If you wait for that perfect time, you're gonna yeah, and see, like, waiting. I've always been that kind of person waiting mm. for that perfect time. And I think that's something that I really, maybe not fully changed yet, but something that I've recognized and I'm working on. It's like not to be like that, not to like have everything mapped out to a T. Right. Because like life is not linear. It's never going to be like that. You know what I mean? So Do yeah, I, know I mean, what you mean, of course, <laughs> I'm living it. <laughs> ah! Yes, we're gonna get into you, girl. Don't even fuck me. No, I want to hear about you too. But I I know there's more questions, so you can ask. Yeah, definitely. So this seems kind of like a. um, I guess I'll make it relate to this, but like basically fear of judgment, and so I know a lot of people deal with that. I know this was probably one of the biggest risks that you have taken in your. How old are you again? How old did you just turn? 26. 26. Okay. So you have some years under your belt. I can imagine this is like, at least in your adulthood, maybe one of the biggest risks that you've taken. Um, was there sure. any, any kind of like fear of judgment from what other people were thinking? Or was it more just of like you and yourself and you're alone in this? Um, no, I got really lucky. I have like really great friends and family. So everyone was super, super supportive, like over the top supportive, honestly. Like my parents were the ones that I was worried about because like, I was, you know, like my friends and my family can come out, everyone can come out and visit me, but I was just like, I've always lived with, I've always lived within like 30 minutes of my mom. 
truthfully. Right. And I've always lived in the same state as both my parents. So I was just worried about that. But they were like, my mom told me, I mean, this is like the one thing that I think really like hit home to me too out of this conversation with her because I remember her telling me, because my mom, my whole family's from Canada. Like oh, my mom, my dad, everybody. Is from, um, like I, I always say East Coast Canada because it's like okay. Toronto and Montreal, like this right above New York. Kind okay. Of. You know, like that, that, like, uh, like, uh, what is that? Problem? Ontario and Quebec. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have family from Quebec. That's where like the whole, like my whole mom's side of the family is. Oh, from. I love that. Yeah. We love Canadians around here. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so my mom told me like she moved from Canada to the U S when she was like 19, 20. And I remember she had me when she was 21. So she was like, whenever I was talking to her about like, just worried and like scared about like, what people think, how it's going to work out, blah, blah, blah. She was like, because I was 25 at the time, so this was last year. But um, she was like, by your age, or by the time I was your age, you were four years old, and I had moved across, like, out of the country. She was like, you're going to be okay. Like, you're going to be fine. There's, it's not, like, this is your choice, too. Like, it's not like this is being forced upon you. And I was like, you know what? You're fucking right. Because, like, (laughs) why would I be scared of something that I'm choosing to do? Like, why would I be scared of what other people think or what any of that, if this is like what I want to do, you know what I mean? So I think that really hit home for me, but no, like no one really judged me. If anything, people like uplifted it. Like all my friends were like, you know, like, we're really sad, like that you're going to leave. Like, obviously we're going to come out and visit you, but like, no one wanted me to leave per se. Like, obviously everyone wanted me to stay there, but like, everyone was like, so supportive and like was like trying to like help me figure things out and like making sure that like like I remember like people would like text me every once in a while and be like how's it going like how's the roommate search blah blah blah. like just like uh checking in kind of on like seeing like when the how the process was going along and I like really appreciated that from like the people that did that and then even the people that like like I, I feel like I met a few people over the summertime because truthfully summertime this past summer was like my last hurrah. Like I went crazy. I did everything. So I like As went out should. a lot. Yeah. I went out a lot over the summertime and I feel like I met a few people that I told, I was like, yeah, I'm moving to Arizona, blah, blah, blah. And even those people were like, they questioned it of course, but they, I didn't get any like, Oh, that's a stupid fucking decision. You know, and I never got anything like that. The only thing I got was like, I told you, everyone's like, oh, it's so hot there. It's so hot, it's so hot, it's so hot. And I'm like, girl, if you did, did you not think I knew that? Like, right. <laughs> you think I'd do a yeah. check? <laughs> yeah, literally. But no, I mean, I don't think there's anybody that I can think of that like, I was fearing their judgment. And honestly, if I was, they don't matter. You yeah. know what I mean? So I guess that kind of brings me to my next point of like, for these people that, and I can imagine you would hope that most people would have a great support system around them, right? But like, take, you know, moving out of the question and just in general of like risks and just taking a chance on something. Um, Because we all kind of have that fear in the back of our head of like what this person would think or what they, you know what I'm saying? We outgrow absolutely. hopefully, but what advice would you give someone who like, is giving too many fucks about what other people have to say or think. Yeah, so this used to be me way back in the day. I yeah, mean, not sure. for a while, but like in high school, definitely gave too many fucks. Maybe we all did. But mm-hmm. I guess the biggest piece of advice that I would give people who, whether they are taking a risk being moving or, you know, coming out or, you know, just taking a risk with anything in life, 
I would say that it doesn't need to look right or feel right to anybody else but you. Mm. Like there are so many, like if we've talked about and like we've just said, like there's so many things that you can't anticipate when it comes to like taking risks, but it's a risk. You know what I mean? You're not gonna be able to like know what it's like or what it's gonna be about. So it's like when it comes to that, if it doesn't feel right in your heart, like if you don't feel it's right, then it's not right. Whether everyone else thinks so or not, if you don't feel it, then it's not right. So I think that's the biggest thing is like just go with like your gut. Because like there there's gonna be times when you're taking risks, such as moving, that like things are gonna feel like Maybe it shouldn't be like this. Maybe I fucked up. Maybe, you know, I screwed myself over, whatever, whatever it may be. But it's just like, if you, if it feels good to you, like if it feels right to you, that's all that fucking matters. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like nobody else is going to be able, there's no manual to this shit. No one's going to be able to like give you the like answers to like what risk, whatever risk you're taking. Like it, you just got to trust in yourself. That's another thing. Trust in yourself because I mean you should do that anyways regardless of if you're taking a risk or not in life you just need to trust yourself because that's the biggest thing I think that's like the biggest thing that like whenever I was going through all this stuff of like uncertainty and limbo I was like I know I'm gonna figure it out mm-hmm. because I know that like I'll take care of myself I'll be good like that's the thing just it has to feel good to you like right. every part of the situation regardless of like the old roommate not working out and like all the little things that may have happened like it all felt so good like I was just like this is like so exciting and I feel so motivated and inspired to do like you know what I mean like it's gonna work out eventually yeah exactly so it's like it has to feel good like if it doesn't feel good it's not yeah and I think I love that advice I think um I'm a pretty intuition led person. Like I think with my gut a lot, just with most things in life. And I feel like you're the same as well. And it's hard yes, giving that absolutely. advice to someone who just relies on everyone else for their opinions. But I think it's so right. true. like trust in yourself and like trust yourself to catch yourself if you fall. You know what I mean? Like, and stop And asking. like truthfully, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. Stop I was saying, just stop asking opinions of motherfuckers who have never walked a day in your shoes or haven't even been to places that you're trying to go. That is that, that sums it all up. My and God. that's why I stopped giving. <laughs> yeah, literally. And that's why, I, I mean, I never really gave a fuck about what other people thought, but like, if I ever did, that's what brought me back to reality is that's like, this is all about you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you can be as selfish as possible as you want in this situation because there's no one else that this, like, is about but you. You know what I mean? For sure. And also, like, other people having their opinions and all that kind of stuff. Like, I mean, you know, it's it's just, you got to take it with a grain of salt sometimes. Like, it's not always, like, everything that, and it's just not going to always be, like, everything, you know? And, like, those people that do rely on a, a lot of other people's judgment or, you know, approval, or they don't know if they trust in themselves, I would say that's something that definitely you should unpack and work on, you know what I mean? Because like, if you can't trust in yourself to make, you know, split second in the moment, big decisions, you're letting yourself down, you know what I mean? Like, you gotta be able, like, it's not easy, I never would say that, but like, and not always the risk that you're taking is going to be a risk that you want to take. Mm-hmm. Like there's some situations where like the right answer is not what you want to do or like the right choice is not what you want to do. But 
you got to trust yourself. That is like the biggest thing. I agree. Even in small decisions too, just like being able to just, I don't know, at the end of the day, it's you, you're in your own head, you're in your own body, you're living your you're life. The only one, yeah, you're the only one who goes to bed at night in your own skin. You're the, you know? It's you, it's you, it's you, it's you all the time. So it's like, if you can't trust yourself, then like you said, I agree, you need to kind of unpack, <laughs> unpack those things. That, that's like one of my favorites. It's not in like a negative way. I hope nobody took that No, long no, not but at like, all. You gotta, you gotta like, make sure that what you say you feel you know that's right you know what I mean like that's what you want to do like there's no questioning it because it's very easy to question yourself when you're taking risks too very easy to be like is this who I am now is this what like you just got to trust in yourself Mm. so this brings me into my next question for you I know beautiful segues we're just doing it very smoothly so speaking of just like is this who I am now just being aligned with your highest, truest, most intentional self. Do you feel like this move has helped you flourish in that way, in ways that may not have happened if you stayed in Charlotte? Absolutely. Absolutely. This goes back to what I said at the beginning where it was situational. Like my anxiety and depression that was going on last year had a lot to do with living at home and like being stuck in my environment. Mm. So I definitely think that moving although it's not gonna solve every problem you know it's not gonna solve every anxiety every insecurity whatever but like it helped me so much as my everything was stemmed like situationally like everything was like because of my environment and my situation it felt like, like i was just ready to move out of my parents house one but i was ready to move out of charlotte because i just felt like i had outgrown it so i definitely feel like moving out here i wouldn't say this is my end goal mm-hmm. like this is not like my last stop by any means i mean you know, there's a lot more life to live, obviously. And like, truthfully, my end goal is always California. So eventually I'll make it there. I'll meet you out there, but, baby. <laughs> yes. But this is a, a definitely a good pit stop. And it definitely has helped me like trust myself, like I just said, but also like, you know, open up like those, like, I guess reflections on like, would this, like, would I feel like this if I was still in charge? Because I thought that when I first moved out here, I was like, is my life any different? You know what I mean? Like, am I going to make it different? Yes. But like, definitely those, like my, my situation in my environment back home, while it was not like the absolute worst, I did not want to make it sound like I was just down in the dumps. Everything was horrible. That's not it. But like, it definitely helped for sure. Like moving out here and like getting out here and like doing all of it by myself, basically, like definitely put me in a position to like do that. Well, that's why I want to ask. So even if your situation wasn't 10 out of 10, the worst in Charlotte, do you feel like because it was, it felt physically limiting, it like that took a toll on like your mental, like it also felt mentally limiting. Yes, for sure. Because like, I mean, who wants to be 25 living at home? Who wants to be in their mid twenties living at home going through a pandemic? Like nobody asked for that, obviously. Mm -hmm. So it's like, Yes, I definitely felt like my physical situation was very mentally limiting to me. Like, I felt like I would not have been able to grow anymore in the situation that I was in. And, like, yes, if I would have moved out in Charlotte and just gotten my own apartment, whatever, yeah, I probably would have grown a little bit, but nothing to the extent that I, like, from doing this. Like, this situation taught me so much about myself and about the world and life and things like that. So, like, yeah, I would have grown a little bit if I moved out of my parents' house, but like moving cross country, I grew a lot at that situation. Definitely, my situation 
switch like changing definitely like my mental health is like skyrocketed since living on my own too because oh. I didn't realize that as well but like because I like I said I love my mom I lo- I didn't hate my situation so it's not like I was like you know dying in a house or anything like that but like <laughs> I didn't realize how much I was like living her life with her like I was navigating around her life and my stepdad's life and like doing eating at dinner when they eat you know doing things that they do and I just didn't realize how much I was having to like navigate around them to like comfortably live and then now here like I live on my own again and like I just like can do whatever and like I can like live my life and like I don't have to feel like any sort of like you know, because when you live with your parents, sometimes it's like you can't say and do every single thing that yeah. you would like. You know what I mean? Like you have to like present yourself in a way that's appropriate to your parents. You know what I mean? So it's like you can't just be fucking smoking weed. Up. You know what I mean? Like you can't just be like down and fucking came from home stumbling from the Uber. You know what I mean? Like Facts. there was just and, and then not even the degenerate stuff, but there was just certain things that I felt like I was like having to hide and like weave around, and I don't have to do that anymore. Yeah, and like th- that alone my mental health is just so much better and like, like if you want to walk around half naked on a facetime call with one of your friends you know what i mean just i like- can do it i can do it now i can do it and truthfully for anyone who's listening who lives at home or anyone who's lived at home i like don't like i condone it i i like fully support people who move home for the financial aspects and to like figure out their life whatever and like some people's situation is worse some people's situation is better but like my situation wasn't bad by any means, mm-hmm. but it was definitely limited. It was like, limited. For sure. I think that's a for good way. Sure. That's so funny because I'm thinking back to our episode, our first one that we did, and it was called Limitless Living. And I feel like this is a perfect, like, second circle episode moment. to have. It really is full circle. Limitless Living Part 2. Part 2. That might have to be the caption. That's not what I wanted it to be, but it might well, be. What did you? what did you think it was going to be? You can cut it out if you want. No, no, it's okay. I was going to say it doesn't have to make sense to anyone else or like not the norm or like something to that degree. Of oh, just I like, like it doesn't have to make sense to anyone else. That's a yeah, that's what yeah. I liked. It's very clickbaity. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so I did kind of want to, so I did do a poll on Instagram and I want to read a few responses yes. to you. Yes, um, so I was basically just asking people to like, tell me the biggest risk that they've taken and mm-hmm. the outcome so i'll read about four responses um okay, cool. so this first one um says moving to a new state best decision i've made so that's, that's relatable shout out uh, this one is a little more somber but um she says coming out about my sexuality and being treated differently afterwards so that is wow. yeah a different kind that's of deep. toll on taking a risk but nonetheless um this next one says sex work but without without that job i wouldn't have paid off my debt built my credit or anything so obviously a risk a lot of fear of judgment there but it's like you're doing it honestly you're fucking doing it like i I wish i could personally (laughs) like i fully support sex work fully too like i just i don't I support anything that you want to do. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like if you're putting yourself in any kind of scenario, like as long as you're safe and like do what you want to do, if it's making right. you happy and making you money. And, and especially that part, if it's making you money, girl, don't even question it. The judgment <laughs> don't matter. The judgment does not matter. If you're paying your bills with OnlyFans, 
I'm jealous of you, truthfully. No, I'm envious. <laughs> yeah. envious. I'm going back to the second one where it was like coming out and then getting backlash. Or mm-hmm. is it, what, did, what exactly did you say? Just like being treated differently. Yes. See, that kind of goes back to my point of like taking the risk doesn't always, you know, uh, doesn't always guarantee like a positive result. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like yeah. that was a risk that that person took and that was the risk that probably in in my opinion is the right risk like you coming out and being true by yourself and like exploring your sexuality publicly that's that's like the best thing that you can if you're asking me that's like one of the best things you can do yeah yes was that a risk and did it end up the way you wanted it to or was it no probably not I mean no you probably didn't want to you know the backlash or like people reacting in a way that you didn't expect that's definitely not desirable but right i mean whoever this person is i hope that they feel like they have a support system and they feel like they can trust themselves and that they made the right decision in their own life because regardless of who or what may have not gone the way you wanted to did it like two three years you'll flourish that's how all day people are (laughs) (laughs) but i i agree with you like i've never had to deal with that but i just can imagine like not being true to who you are is such like a suffocating feeling, right? It's like, you're not trusting not being true to yourself. And like, yeah, you can't like not being true to yourself and not trusting yourself and not being out of your sexuality versus and everything being okay versus being out and some people being offended. You want the latter. Yeah. You want the latter for, for sure. sure. Like if you feel if you came out, and you're happy about that and you feel such a relief off your shoulders, whatever, but then other people responded in a way that you didn't expect or you didn't like or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. that's their business. That is not your business. Yeah. Like you got to focus on, you know, figuring yourself out and, you know, now living your life truthfully and like intentionally and like those people, whoever they may be, if it's family, friends, you know, that's something that is a little bit deeper, but if they're just random people or if they're just like speculators, like, you know what I mean like oh absolutely like live your life live your life like just live your truth be true to who you are and like I totally agree with you it is a little deeper when it's friends and family but at the same time that still brings clarity because you know you're staying true to yourself and so it's like whatever you put on the table it says a lot more about them than it does about you exactly exactly that is the biggest takeaway is that if something like that happens when like if you come out and you don't get the response that from your friends or family or the people that you love that you that you don't get the response you expect like that's more of a reflection of them than you truthfully. yeah i agree i mm-hmm. live your truth that's all i gotta say live um, your right, truth baby live your truth that's it all right so last one <clears throat> um this person said leaving my career to move back to my hometown and prioritize my health and family the outcome wow. was finally getting answers for my mental health and health in general um personal relationships are thriving and succeeding more than ever in my career so a little different than your trajectory like getting out of the hometown to move away this person like come back to this home base um to flourish and i think that's very exciting i think that's beautiful honestly like being able to like that takes a lot of confidence to like you know move back to your hometown and like for it to be for you and for your health and wellness. Like to be able to recognize that and be self-aware of that one, and then being able to execute that, that's beautiful. That's like, that's like insane. 
Good for you, whoever you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we love we love a self-aware person. That is like We do. We love a queen who knows what she needs. Yeah. Basically know what she needs and is not afraid to ask for it. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> that part your room looks beautiful by the way i meant to say that like is that a window or a sliding door this is my balcony <sighs> so i have a balcony that's attached to my room which is chef of course you. What, what floor are you on the second okay so top top floor because this my complex there's some buildings that have the third floor but my building is second floor top floor so okay balcony top floor this back here is just random prints artwork and then i have a little neon sign but this is my balcony and then my kitchen and like whole apartment is that way we'll do like a separate facetime where i'll give you like a tour we yes, do all that for the podcast, you know what i mean we don't need to expose the people to your living quarters i don't know if people need to see all that yeah 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 yeah, yeah. they don't they can follow you on yeah. instagram i'm gonna plug your it. shit yeah they, they can fly in and see it you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> they can come visit <laughs> i'll shamelessly put your instagram in the um in the show notes but do you have any like oh go ahead no no go ahead go ahead i was, I was saying, just saying do I'm you ah. <laughs> all i was gonna say is that i'm excited to see who listens to this that's all i was gonna say oh me too i'm very excited i have to send you the numbers for the last episode i forget what they were um but it was like one of the highest if not the number one Stop, you're like my ego. You're like filling my head. I'm like, who's listening right now? Is it your friends or mine or both? Or like who is it? Both. I don't know, but I'm excited to have you back. And then when you are you coming home in March as well? No, I'm coming home in May. That's what you No, you didn't tell the people. I'm coming home in May. (laughs) Y'all better know. Whoever's listening to this, if you don't see me, you're fake. <laughs> he said, no, you can tell everyone because I want them to know where I'm going to be. <laughs> I, like, officially bought my flight um, last Friday on the 4th. Okay. So I'm coming home for a full week. Beautiful. In um, middle of May because I got to see all my people. I got to yeah. see everybody. You know what I mean? Back. All right, yeah. we'll run. We'll run the town for like a day. Or oh yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're, we're gonna find it out. Don't worry. We're, we're gonna link up. Hopefully, my pool's open by then. We'll do something. Yeah. We'll definitely fuck it up in South Bend. I know I'm gonna be <laughs> fuck it up. fucking. I'm gonna be a degenerate when I'm there. You know what I mean? I'm gonna be dead fucking. Living. Might as well. It's the beginning of summer. I'm trying to be a degenerate too because I am moving to Tampa in September. Oh my god! Okay, I need to hear why Tampa. Tell me it all. So I know there's not a lot of details. It's not a super exciting story. We'll talk in September and maybe it'll be more exciting by then. Um, but I have a good friend who she went to school in like FSU, kind of like Tallahassee area. She lived in Colorado. She's back here now. Um, long story short, she wanted to buy a house in Tampa and just the market is a lot right now so essentially we're just gonna like move in together because i've been wanting to move we were trying to move together last year but i ended up re-signing a lease here just for financial reasons um Mm -hmm. and so yeah she's like well if you want to move i'm down i'm like i need to wait are you guys gonna own the place or yes no we're renting we're renting so we're we're renting she'll probably stay down there afterwards and like get a house like that she wants to make that like her permanent residence um got it got it but for me, I'm just tunnel vision. It's just, like, 
It's, it's just like a new opportunity. Yeah, exactly. A new opportunity. I, I have only lived in Charlotte my entire adulthood. You know, I haven't. I mean, truthfully. Yeah, I, I haven't lived you. elsewhere. Um, I live by myself, but like she's a friend. So like, it'll be nice to live with someone that I know. And like, is, it, is, it, is this like a friend that you've known for years? Yeah. So actually it's like my best friend's best friend. Um, okay, okay, so, okay, so like okay. we've become really close in that way. I actually okay, just good. went on like a weekend trip with her this past weekend. So like Got we've become it. super close. So um, it's not just like some random person. No, no, I've known her for Even though I fully years. support that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. obviously it worked out in your favor, but I've known yeah. her for about six years. And so we're moving like oh, Clearwater, cool. like St. Pete, like just that kind of area um, around Tampa. Whoa. I need to be near water in the beach. That's my yes. shit. Like palm trees, I... sunshine. Yes, the palm trees, truth, because there's a lot of palm trees here, and yeah. like it's so motivating. I don't know what it is; it just like makes me happy. Truth. So much like, serotonin. So yes, much. like serotonin. And that mm-hmm. sounds again so cliche and so <laughs> stupid, but I'm just like I don't even care. Like it's really true. Like sure. it's really true. It's like the palm trees and like the good weather, and then there's there's mountains everywhere oh. that I look and God and like having living in like the warm mountain climate is so ass backwards to me because like <laughs> you know what I mean like back home it's like if you go to the mountains it's always cooler it's always colder you know right, what I mean right here it's not like that it's really insane you know what I mean? a lot of like different terrain yes like- oh my god the desert terrain is different than anything I've ever experienced truthfully <sighs> I mean there's so much different like vegetation out here like all the cacti and then, like there's yeah. a bunch of there is like trees but they're not the same kind of trees back home they're like very different trees and there's like aloe plants everywhere i mean it's just like insane you know what i mean i would be uh, like i'm such my mother's daughter i would be clipping plants like i'd be pulling to the side of the road and clip a plant and bring it home with (laughs) me i'm like afraid to do that because like here there's like a law that like if you fuck with any of the cacti it's like it's like it's like a felony like legitimately so i don't i don't know how they feel about the aloe plants because that's what i think too i'm Mm -hmm. like i want I just want the aloe. I don't care about the cacti. I just yeah. want the aloe plants. I just right. want to cut one, but not, I can put it in my fucking freezer. And yep. then when the summertime comes around, I got plenty of it. But Speaking truthfully, of red, red Yeah, maybe it's from that wine, baby. Anyways, I'm very excited for you. Thank That's you. exciting. I, I know that we were messaging and I didn't, I didn't want to say anything because I didn't know, but now that you've announced it, I can't, but I remember when you were talking about, we were DMing or something about how your lease is ending in September and you wanted to move. So I'm glad that you're actually doing it. Like that's I am, exciting. I am too. Thank you. And like you said too, it's nice. I mean, obviously I'm moving with someone, which you did too, but like you knew other people down there as well. It makes it so much better just to like not go to a new place by yourself completely alone. Not to say I won't do that one day, but for me to make my well, first big move. In yes. And that's how I am. This was my first big move getting out here. I lived in Charlotte my whole life. We already know the story. So like getting out here, that's how I felt. I was like, I want to have at least one person that I know. And I want to have a roommate. And I know I have someone that is like living with me built in in a way. That sounds bad when I say built in, but like, that's really what it is. But like, because I've done this now, I feel like I could move to like California or somewhere else and move completely alone. And I would be okay. You know what I mean? Like, doing it once with a little bit of help and like with someone that you know and that you're friends with that it will give you like the confidence that you need to like do it on your own for the next time you know yeah, what I mean? for sure because it's still I mean what you did still takes a lot of like gall you know what I'm saying like it's not yes. easy just like to move cross-country and so yeah just I mean doing it alone that's another risk in itself especially financially because 
rent is fucking rent out, rent out here is fucking insane. Let me tell you too. Okay. Rent here is the same in Charlotte. Dead ass. Dead ass. So if I was gonna live in either city, why would I live there? Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like so <laughs> that's the thing. So we're about to get a three bedroom and I mean it's cutting my expenses in maybe half. Like a third, so you know wait, what I'm saying? Gonna, it's going to be you and the girl that you were just talking about and then another roommate as well? No, we're person? just having a spare bedroom. Oh, that's good. Because we want to have like, so we have a lot of similar friends. Um, like friend so you want to have like a guest bedroom kind of thing? I guess like, yeah, just in general. Like for an office, like a functional space, a guest bedroom, an artistic, creative, whatever it is. Like Right, like just an extra space. Yeah, because I know my family's going to want to come and visit her family, friends, like whatever. It's just nice to have like, an extra space and it's the same if not cheaper than a two bedroom so might as well oh yeah i mean once you get to a two bedroom two and three bedrooms are like two hundred dollar difference it's right. not much at all so it's like you might as well for the extra space yeah but let me ask you too are you still working the same job or no no so they let me go in december <gasps> why um so it was a startup job a tech startup so like they basically ran out of funding um so it wasn't personal like they still like have me on for like project-based you know projects um <laughs> <laughs> but not full-time so that sucks and so the you job- do work sometimes but only like as needed yeah, basically. Yeah, as needed. Like I had a call with my boss today and like I'm doing a project for them, but like it's very seldom. Let me tell you something about job hunting. So I'm putting a PSA out there for anyone who is hiring. It's fucking difficult. Like, so I lost my job in December. That was obviously extremely stressful. Like Christmas, like just so much shit, right? Yeah. And, uh, and so I've been doing Feed Your Soul again. I've been doing training, like a bunch of freelance shit, but like. I need- okay, so that's why, the, that's why the meal prep came back. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get it. I don't love meal prep, but like I'm scaling it down and I raise my prices. Like it's just, it's doing what it needs to, right? Like mm-hmm. um, I don't mm-hmm. hate it anymore. I'm not doing it at a scale where I'm like miserable, but I have been applying, I mean, maybe 40 plus jobs at this point. Nothing. Like nothing. nothing. Well, what kind of, what kind of, are you looking for jobs? Or are you comfortable with your, where you're at right now? Oh no, like I need a job. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well what kind of jobs are you looking for? Just out of curiosity. Um, so it's so difficult. Because I know you worked for a tech startup and I know you did like we're kind of both in a situation where we kind of deviated away from our degrees a little bit, right? Yeah. So like I'm doing my personal training, but it's very freelance, right? So I'm not trying right. to go work in a gym if I can help it. Like I'm I've been spoiled. I want a remote job. I want to be able to like pick up and go to the beach for a week and still work if I want to do that. Right. Um, Absolutely. And so my position at my last job was community manager, but it was a tech startup and I was their only employee for, I was their first employee for a long time. And so it's, I'm wearing a lot of different hats. So like content creation, I was running and developing an app, website, copy, website development. Um, okay. Okay. So there's, there's definitely those jobs out there. They're just hard to get. Yeah. Like, yeah, I've been like looking at like, the interviews, I mean, just even getting like an email back saying, no, thank you. Like no one's even doing that. So I'm trying to do like content stuff, digital space. Like, I don't fucking know. It's really shitty. It's really shitty because that is truthfully, like you would think with like this whole great resignation that like Mm -hmm. people, like recruiters would be like on top of that shit. Like they would be on your ass trying to hire you. Mm -hmm. But of course they still fucking dose your ass. It's annoying (laughs) as shit. Kidding. Like, Listen, I can't be ghosted from men and from fucking jobs. 
Oh my god, but I feel you 100%. And this is for anybody who may not have a remote job. If you can get one, get it, honey, because it I am spoiled. Like I don't know if I could ever go back to like have like an in-person job. You know what I mean? I'm saying I was saying like remote jobs, like that is the way of life. And like after you have have you after you have a fully remote job and you do the same work that you would do from an office, but from your house, mm-hmm. it changes everything. It literally changes everything because yeah. I feel like I can do my laundry. I can cook whenever I want. I can take a midday shower. I can immediately log off and run to the gym and come back. You know what I mean? Like working a remote job has changed my life. I think it's your changed so many health. people. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So yes. full disclaimer, I have, and I hate that I'm even doing this, but that's how like, I don't say desperate, but like maybe I have an interview tomorrow. I'll pay the bills. I know, I know, and I hate that because, like, it's, I'm so, it's so hard, but, like, I have an interview tomorrow um, for a place that I know is in person. They told me to wear it for a virtual interview to wear business professional attire. Okay, well, let's be honest. How far are you going down with this shit? I'm not taking this job. Why? There's no way. Why would I, that means that if, Okay, you said you'd be in person, so you'd have to wear business casual clothes on. That right there, no. Business no, professional. No. no, no, I can't do it. I can't. I wear a fucking hoodie and sweatpants every single That's fucking That's what day. I'm saying. I graduated with an exercise science degree. I don't own a button-up shirt. Like, <laughs> like, I'm not, like literally. I'm not literally. doing this. So I'm doing it just because, like, obviously I need to expand my horizons, but, like, I'm about to go get a serving job before I go work in an office from a nine-to-five. Well, you know what? Truthfully, I've said the same thing. Like, if I ever, like, was in a bad situation or, like, I needed another job, like, that's what I would do. I would go get a serving job, like, just until I figure something else out. Mm -hmm. But you know what? I think you should – don't give up because obviously it's going to be hard, but, like, you'll find a good job. And, like, you know, if you're looking for, like, content creation, like – you know, tech startup marketing stuff, you could always go into like operations stuff too. That's what I do. And like, I feel like operations is very easy to like apply to like other positions. Like you were a community manager, you could be like a project manager. You know what I mean? Like a creative project manager or something like content creation manager. I don't know, some social media manager. I don't know if you want to do But like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like you can just figure out ways to apply like those skills to like a vast majority of things because i'm assuming too like you probably want to stay in like a creative space like you probably want to stay in like an advertising media tech like something that's gonna like not be like stagnant after two months you know what i mean for my sanity for sure like i yeah i need creative i need a lot of autonomy i don't like i don't want to go into like a micromanaging no micromanaging. No I don't micromanaging. want a corporate space where it's like, this is the outline. This is the standard. Like I want creativity. I want freedom. I want, I, I'm a very quick learner. You know what I mean? So like I'm agile. I, I don't need like a lot of micromanaging. I just need to be like, okay, pointed in the right direction and I'm off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Someone who can trust me to like figure it out on my own as long as they give me a few simple steps. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's plenty of those out, out there. Yeah. You'll figure it out. I mean, how what is your timeline like when do you absolutely have to have a job is there a time or no i mean there's okay yesterday (laughs) Ah! you're like um i needed a job two weeks ago (laughs) yeah which is why yeah 
I don't know. Well, here's the thing too. I really enjoy like networking and like career, whatever. Send me your resume because I want to try and find some jobs for you. Like dead ass. No, dead ass because I really like I did that. My friend Bailey, who I mentioned, she just got a new job. And, like, I helped her through the whole process. I don't know why I love doing shit like that. I love that. I have you in another I'm like, maybe I should be like, a career coach. Maybe I should, like, help people figure out their careers. Like, you know what I mean? Hello. No, that'd be so amazing. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I'll definitely do that when we hang up. I'll ask you for your email. Um, I'm not stressed because I know I will figure it out, but, like. And you have other outlets of making money, which I are do. good. Because a lot of people, like, when they lose their jobs, they don't have backups. You, you're yeah. lucky that you have backups. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I'll figure it out. But ooh, that was a lot of vulnerability. So hopefully no one's listening. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hopefully no one knows about this. Hopefully this episode doesn't do all well. numbers. No, and, totally and then this episode is the number one. Like everyone's listened to it better than the other one we did. Yeah, like, watch. No, it's okay. Like I'm only human. I'm not afraid to like admit my struggles or vulnerability. Like it is what it no, is. We're all you're not embarrassed. No, there's not no reason. Like no, there's no reason. And it wasn't your fault. It's not like you got fired for like being a bad employee. Right. Like, like it just. I don't and also like l- l- money comes, money does. Like truthfully, does. that's how I feel. Like. Maybe I'm blessed to be able to think like that, but like money comes, money does. You'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. You definitely will. There's I no way that it. you're going to go like two years without having a job. Like you're going to get a job. You know what I mean? Uh, right. <laughs> and <laughs> like, if not, I'm going to create my own job. Like, I'm not, <laughs> exactly. I'm not like, you, go to a company, you go to a company, you're like, listen, so I'm pitching you a whole new job search, <laughs> whole new thing. <laughs> so this is why you need me. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm gonna be your creative liaison. Oh, what does that what does that mean? We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Give me the opportunity, and I will show you. Also, I need six figures. We're off the bat. I love this. I'm so inspired right now. Oh, this is the greatest thing ever. Um, so just like wrapping it up with you, do you have any like last closing words like about this topic of just doing the damn thing? Maybe that'll be the the title. Doing yeah, the I damn like thing. That. I like that. Do that. I feel like that's what little, you're doing. And it's a little bit shorter too. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to make sense. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I guess closing words would be, yes, it's worked out. Yes, things are going well how long will that continue how long you know do i have it all figured out no absolutely not absolutely not i am every day discovering new things figuring myself out and also questioning things that i've never questioned before which i think is super 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 like i feel like that shows a big sign of like maturity in myself it's like that i question things about myself and about the life around me that I never used to. So it's like, I'm definitely trying to understand more about my situation, my life, whatever. But yeah, I mean, I, it's it's been great. Everyone who maybe is listening to this and wanted to hear like the update. Yeah, it's going well, trust me, it is. I promise you it's not, the, if it was going bad, I'd already have my estate plan, but it's, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's going really well, but I still have so much to figure out. I still have so much to like learning to do and like, I think truthfully, those things, like I said before, used to scare me and I used to hinder me, but I'm excited about it. I'm excited to like figure things out and find new things to like enjoy about this city and we'll see how it does. I mean, 
it all is just going to be you. a little journey. You know what I mean? I'm sure when I come home in two months, something new will have happened. I will have some more tea to spill. You know what I mean? Like Inevitably, life is always ebbs and flows. Like it's never linear. It's never perfect. But I, like you said, just enjoying the journey. Like it's not a destination. You didn't get to this point. And you're like, okay, I'm done. Like, it's like, See, no, that, like. That's the thing. Let me, let me also final words that is that I, I think it goes along with what I said before about like, I wanted everything to be mapped out perfectly. Mm-hmm. I was only worried about the destination at that point. I was only worried about getting here. And then once you get here, it's like, then what? You know what I mean? Once you get to that, to that destination, once you do whatever it is you're doing, and now you, have to, now you have to live your life. You know what I mean? Like, I, that's something I didn't anticipate is that it's not just about, I, I just focus so much on the, the, the getting there and not like the, what happens after, if you know what I'm trying to say. For sure, yeah. And so I think that's shown me a lot of like what you just said. Like, it's not about the destination because the journey is still going on. I mean, I'm already here. I've been here for almost five months and there's still a journey happening. I'm mm-hmm. still on a journey. Like I'm still on a path. I'm still figuring it out. So it's like, it's, it's just, it's crazy how it works. Like it's always going to be like ebbs and flows. Just like you said. Always. It's never over. We're always learning. And that should not be scary for anyone who's listening. That should not be scary. That should be exciting. Yes. If it scares you, then you're not living truthfully. If it's exciting you, you're doing it right. Oh, all right. We're going to end on that note. Cheers. Ah! Right. Hey, cheers. I have one little sip left. Cheers, boo. Thank you so much for this lovely conversation. Yes. It's so exciting. I love when we do our little chats and like, we have to do a third one for sure. Third, fourth, fifth, like now that I have the same shit figured out. Also, when I come home in May, we can maybe record another podcast, another episode. Oh, that's what I was thinking. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. I was already anticipating that. So perfect. perfect. All right, perfect, perfect, perfect. I was like, I didn't know if I needed to say that or if it was already understood. Yeah, yeah. We got it on the schedule, baby. We're Gucci. Yeah. So everyone is listening. You better listen in for the next one. Tune in. This is a trilogy at this point. So this is the Fast and Furious of podcasts. (laughs) All right. Well, it's been so good to catch up. I miss you so much. I'm so excited to see you. Likewise, thank you for this conversation, for your time and energy. It's always so appreciated. Yes, yes. We'll talk soon. We'll talk soon. Bye. Bye.